KZSU News Update for Friday, March 19th. A new variant of the coronavirus first discovered in the United Kingdom has public health officials worried. The CDC thinks it'll become the dominant variant in the United States by the end of March. In this excerpt from the Epidemic Podcast, Dr. Celine Gounder spoke to infectious disease experts about the threat posed by the rising UK strain. The winter started with a lot of hope. The FDA approved the Pfizer vaccine for emergency use on December 11th. And then the Moderna vaccine got approved soon after. But around this same time, something was stirring in the United Kingdom. And what we could see was that in one area of of southern England, in Kent, there were increasing rates of the virus despite the tight control measures, whereas in other areas, everything was going down and we couldn't really understand that. This is Andrew Hayward. He's the director of the University College of London Institute of Epidemiology and Healthcare. Everywhere else, the lockdown was leading to a decrease in transmission, but not there. What was going on? When Public Health England looked in more detail at that and also were able to look at some of the genomic sequencing data that they could see that this was an an increase that was in one particular genetic variant of the virus. And so that's really where it all started. This new COVID variant found in Southeast England was named B117. The main thing that had me take notice was the Andrew Rambo's uh, virological post. So virological.org is kind of a discussion forum for people interested in this sort of stuff. Trevor's a computational biologist at the Fred Hutchinson Cancer Research Center in Seattle. The news was pointing to some very weird mutations in the virus that had troubling implications for the pandemic. Viruses mutate all the time. The same goes for SARS-CoV-2. SARS-CoV-2 mutates really quickly, just like any RNA virus. It has 30,000 letters in its genome. And if you follow a transmission chain, one of those will change on average every two weeks. But this natural process was put on fast forward in countries like the UK, South Africa, Brazil, and the United States that have struggled to control the virus. Basically, the more the virus spreads, the more opportunities there are for mutations to occur. But if there are enough people with partial immunity, that can also drive these adaptations. So in the case of SARS-CoV-2, if you think about these basic evolutionary pressures, it should want a high enough viral load that it's able to easily transmit from person to person versus if it gets too high in viral load, you'd imagine that someone ends up sick in bed more quickly and so they're not kind of out and about spreading the virus. Yeah, so having found this new variant, then the next question, and, and knowing it's more transmissible, the next next question, obvious question is, well, is it the same virus? Is it giving you the same symptoms? Is it causing different diseases? This is Graham Medley. He's a professor of infectious disease modeling at the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine. And of course, it might actually be less dangerous. Uh, there's no reason why a virus that's better at transmitting should necessarily be more dangerous. So public health officials tried to figure out if the mounting deaths from the new variant were because more people were getting sick or if B117 was in fact causing more severe disease. So public health officials started doing case studies, tracking how people fared with the different variants. This virus does increase the chances of death by about 30%. But Graham says there does seem to be one bright spot around the B117 variant. At the moment, there isn't any clear evidence that this UK variant 
can actually overcome immunity any better than, than any of the other viruses. So that's something which I think is, is encouraging. The increased risk of transmission and death has led the UK to change the way it's rolling out vaccines. They're trying to get as many people as possible their first shot, even if it means waiting longer to get the booster recommended by Pfizer and Moderna. So what else should we be doing to slow the spread of coronavirus and these new variants? Graham says we already know. The virus isn't changed the way it's transmitted, so all the interventions that you put in place, you just need to do those interventions that you're doing more because this virus is just more transmissible. And you can find full episodes of Epidemic with Dr. Celine Gounder every Thursday wherever you get your podcasts. Spring begins early Saturday morning with a warming trend taking us through midweek. Have a great weekend. I'm Ken Durr, KZSU News.